0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media, as we are Nashville's OnDemandSports Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can find the links to the show on our Twitter feed also our Instagram story. Uh, hit us up on TikTok too, because practice content goes out on TikTok uh, as well. And we got to thank our sponsors before we dive deeper into today's topic about Derek Henry, Traylon Burks, and a story about Kevin Byard. Uh, but they make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Uh, <clears throat> Wilson County Hyundai, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, it's tough out there to buy a new car. Let Wilson County Hyundai Be the ones you trust to make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Check them out at BoneandJointTN.org and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you. At fbhp.com/atoz. Austin Stanley, Zach Bingham. I'm live uh, from St. Thomas Sports Park. As behind me, about 9:30, an hour, 15 minutes or so uh, from now, the Titans will take part in day two of mandatory uh, minicamp. And the big stories are as follows: Derek Henry's back. And just to kind of go through some of the uh, the laundry list of updates. Jeffrey Simmons is in the building but did not practice yesterday. We did see Bud Dupree back out there for the first time this offseason. We did see Harold Landry for the first time this offseason, fresh off of his contract extension that he got in the offseason. As of Danico Autry, Zach Cunningham, Nate Davis, a lot of those guys who missed the voluntary work were back. Uh, Everybody is back here in the building, including Derek Henry, who flat out looked different. And it's not just because of the dreads because Zach – I'm sure you saw the video just like nearly 200,000 people did uh, on our platforms yesterday of Derek Henry. He no longer has the sphere, which we also learned yesterday. He did not have a name for that uh, with, his, with his single sphere dread. He just said whatever you guys call it. But he had the loose dreads out there yesterday. What did you think of the hairdo before we dive into how he actually looked physically?
1: So my first reaction was like, I guess it would have been like Madden fi- 2015, where they have Derrick Henry, but you got loose dreads. It was just the like player has dreads like model. Like they, they, there was no, and they were waving around, and we had never yeah. seen Derrick Henry, but they had kind of continued that. Now the evolution of Madden and, and PlayStation Five, it has gotten better and improved. But that was my first thought because you used to play with Derrick Henry and those dreads used to pop on his back. Yeah. And we actually saw that for the first time because it had been, you know, I, I like to call it like it's like it was like a honeycomb. It was like tightly packed. That's that's how I it was like a damn weapon. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Well, and maybe the philosophy was is that so it couldn't be brought down by it. But, you know, guys like Ricky Williams, and we've seen this for years of guys with dreads, because it is a part of your jersey. The NFL made that, uh, you know, a rule years ago. And, you know, Derrick Henry hasn't had that problem. The, the issue or lack thereof, they can't get to the back of Derrick Henry because the stiff arm won't allow it or his legs running away from corners won't allow it either. So it's been so unique. And then to see him in a different sort of way. And because this is a different team, Austin. I think we've been talking about that all offseason, right? With the no AJ Brown, the you know, brand new tight end, a brand new secondary wide receiver, and Robert Woods coming in. Now Tannehill is still there, and obviously Henry, but offensively, you know, it it feels this is. The Derrick Henry show, we talked about that yesterday, and and I I have some stats that I want to touch on, but I'm I'm glad that Derrick Henry looks, quote-unquote, different because he's going to have to play different for the Titans to exceed or meet their expectations this football season with all the surrounding pieces in the AFC and around this team.
0: Yeah, real quick, uh, Xavier says it was a ponytail, Austin, not a spear. I'm calling it a spear uh, there, too. And also, Xavier adds it was a braided ponytail, Valentino says, called a barrel dread. Whatever it was uh, that uh, Derrick Henry's had the last few years, it's loose now. And so that's what he looked like yesterday with the hairdo that he was asked about. And he knew he would be asked about it. But here is Derrick Henry actually on the practice field yesterday going through all these drills I thought he looked bigger. And, you know, I was talking to Ron Davenport. I was talking to other media members. I was talking to Buck about this. Are we just looking at Derrick Henry with loose dreads? Does that make him look bigger? Or is he actually bigger? Because I feel like he looks as explosive as he typically looks. He looks as fast and as smooth as he's looked over the last few years. But I seriously think he looks bigger, Zach. And I I don't know if it's because... The foot rehab that he was going through allowed him to get more upper body done. But he was asked yesterday uh, after practice, like, how, m- how many hours do you lift a day? And he just said, um, a lot. And so Derrick Henry going through practice drills yesterday, uh, I-, I think it's, if you're a Titans fan, obviously he's just kind of cruising there uh, in that drill working on zone read, uh, reads uh, there. But uh, he looked pretty good to me yesterday for seeing him for the first time in person
1: in a long time. Yeah. Well, and Orlando's, I, I got to, I mean, I'm going to give it the love of the show to Orlando because I literally, we have this exact show and have since Derrick Henry was a rookie. And then after that, every year I do get a report live saying, uh, Derrick Henry looks bigger. I'm not saying you're lying, but I'm just saying know, is we it hear wrong? that report. Is it wrong?
0: Okay, so Derrick Henry gets bigger and stronger every year. Like, is that wrong for us to point out and say? But normally, you hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, Derrick Henry's got them chicken legs." You remember that? You remember how we went through the chicken leg Derrick Henry phase of people saying how thin his and lean his legs look? It's just because he's six three two and his upper body's so freaking big that his legs look lean. But now his legs don't look as lean. As they usually do, but yes, every year Derek Henry seems to add more muscle, and so uh, that's just what we're that's just what we're looking at.
1: So uh, if you'll run the video again, I, yeah. I do think, and I think you know people can view it themselves. He does look bigger. Like I I I agree with you, Austin. There's something about him, and maybe it, he definitely looks different because of his hairstyle, right? I mean, we we've, we've confirmed that, but but I think it was this one. Look at these legs. Yeah. Like, look at the trunks on, on this man. I mean, you can see him go around. They His legs do, and his thighs in particular, look bigger. And I think this is because, you know, is this bulking season? You know, you, you talk about, <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm i serious, though, because you're probably going to thin out a little bit and get more speed during training camp. This is bulking season, right? We're in June, and, you know, he, he, he said it himself, he works out a lot, a lot, probably is like multiple times a day. Right. And which is, yeah, baffling he actually
0: was asked, he was asked about, uh, I forget who asked him, but like, why do you want to, you know, work out on your, on your own and not work out with the rest of your teammates for voluntary workouts He's well, you know, in COVID he wasn't allowed to be here. So he started working with Melvin Sanders in Texas and then he had a 2000 yard season. So he's like, well, it's not broke. Don't fix it. Cause then he, has continued to play really well. The injury aside, obviously we understand that, but he also mentioned that he gets to set his own schedule. He wakes up early. He hangs out with his daughter while his lady, he said, goes and has a workout in the morning. Then she comes back to hang out with a daughter. And then he goes and works out for the first time. He says, sometimes I work out twice a day. Sometimes three times a day. Sometimes it's lift in the morning, uh, field drills in the afternoon. He gets to set his own schedule because when you're here in Nashville and at the team facility during voluntary workouts, you're limited to just four hours of day at the facility. Whether it's meetings, uh, working out, conditioning, and so Derek Henry can set his own his own schedule when he's out there uh, doing uh, whatever it is he's doing in Dallas with uh, with uh, Sanders Fit as he like, he goes by.
1: So look, we can sit here and lush over Derrick Henry all day, right? That's easy yeah. to do, and Titans fans can do that. But I do want to talk about the pressure that is on Derrick Henry and the fuel because he was he, he talked about, and I want to get this quote right. He says, quote, I definitely it definitely fueled me in the offseason talking about the loss that the Titans took uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. He went on to say, I get motivated by anything. Someone could motivate me and wouldn't even know it. The doubters, whatever they'll be, I am definitely motivated and ready to go. We're going to see, end quote. And this is going, and I'm going to bring back what we talked about yesterday because I actually, and this is, look, I, and I did a poor job yesterday of explaining my thoughts, but this was, now I get a second time. This is the best part. I get another show go. to to double down and you live the play another this down, right. right. To get this right, I did a little homework, right? And what I was trying to express yesterday and the overall, I think, what the NFL has become, the fact of the matter is when the Titans have got eliminated from the playoffs, Derrick Henry has not been king. He just hasn't. If you look at all of Derrick Henry's playoff appearances, and that's dating back to even, you know, Way back in the divisional round of the playoffs when Tom Brady was playing for the New England Patriots and the Titans were wearing old uniforms, right? Their previous uniform set. They had just beaten Kansas City, but in that game, Derrick Henry had 12 carries for 28 yards in a loss. Titans bounced out of the playoffs. The next year in the AFC Championship game, as we know, 35-24, Derrick Henry had 19 carries for 69 yards. The next year... Well, they, they missed a playoff year in between. The Ravens, and we all know the hosting of the playoff game, the first time that the Titans had won the AFC South in some time, they hosted the wild card game against Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. Derrick Henry had 18 carries for 40 yards. Then, let's rewind just a few months ago, in the divisional playoff where the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC, Derrick Henry had 20 carries for for only 62 yards. Now, there's nuance to that because he was coming off of the foot injury. He had been out for a period of time, but these are common man stats, and Derrick Henry is not a common man. So going into this year, the motivation factor is all well and good, but Derrick Henry, and this is kind of my claim, and, and I put a lot of pressure and will continue to be on Ryan Tannehill because I asked you something yesterday, Austin, that you couldn't answer. When was the last time a team won a Super Bowl centered solely around their running back? And this team is centered solely around their running back. Now they've got a stellar defense; they could be a top five, a top three defense in this league. They've got Robert Woods with it, which is an experienced wide receiver. They got Traylon Burks, which we're going to talk about, and Tannehill with the biggest chip on his shoulder, probably next to Tua Tungavailoa. Yeah. No, what do you know. think about the stats that I just read? Because when when it, it comes to elimination, the king has not been king.
0: Yeah, you lose games when your best players don't perform at a high level. That's my explanation for that. You win games when your best players play at a high level, right? That's I mean, it, it's pretty cut and dry, and I feel like I'm – saying a Mike Grable line of that, that yes, they need Derrick Henry and the run game to be better in the playoffs because they've had three poor performance or under par performances for them, that if it's their bread and butter, if they're going to be set up to win games with the offense based around Derrick Henry and playing really strong defense, that creates turnovers then they have to be more productive with the opportunities that they have in the run game. So yeah, three straight playoff losses, three straight subpar performances, uh, by Derrick Henry in those playoff games. So that's definitely something that's motivating him. Uh, he talked about his the haters or whatever you want to call them is what he said uh, yesterday about people doubting him of getting back to his all-pro, should-be-MVP-type level play. And so I, I trust that Derrick Henry will get back to being himself again, especially seeing that he does have that extra motivation because – the last time he had this adversity, his back was up against the wall. He got benched by David Philellen. He got a talking to from Eddie George after the London game. And then all of a sudden, he's been unstoppable since, unless a bone breaks in his foot, right? So I trust Derrick Henry to be able to get back to where he was uh, from before the injury.
1: Man, well, we need Eddie, but since, since Mac nine can't talk to Tannehill, maybe Eddie can step up and talk to, to Ryan Tannehill and change the way that he plays when, you know, the pressure is on. Look, yeah, you, 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 you spoke about this. This is the first time I feel like in Derrick Henry's football history that he's missed with injury. The amount of time he missed last season, right? Right.
0: He he broke his leg at Alabama, his fresh his true freshman year, and, but again that's when Alabama I don't know what uh, Heisman candidate running back Alabama had Derrick Henry's freshman <laughs> year, but probably a pretty good one. Derrick Henry wasn't going to do much anyway his freshman year, but he did break his leg, and then now that's the this is the the newest long term injury outside of a calf strain that he missed a game in back in twenty uh, eighteen or nineteen.
1: So, last question before we move forward to Burks, which is, you know, and look, overall, Derrick Henry being the way that Derrick Henry is and back is a very good thing for this franchise and this team, and you love to see him being back to pretty much full form uh, compared to when he went out in Indy last season. Are you pro-loose dreads, or do you want him to, to tie him back up?
0: Uh, I'd say I think he's gonna tie him back up for the games. I think this
1: is just a summer
0: look, summer breeze. Let, let the dreads fly, but also you got to think it's freaking hot out here. That's more surface level taken up on your neck. Let your right? neck breathe a little bit. I think it would be cooler
1: if he tied him back up. I I like him. I like loose. I I think this yeah. is you know it's a change. It's it's like you go into a new season with a new look. It's a new you. You know it's it's like. You know, somebody dyeing the hair, it's getting a new, it's mustache, the year of the mustache. It's a change up, right? So I I'm going for loose when it yeah. comes to the season. Whether it happened or not, we'll see. But I really liked the new look of Derrick Henry yesterday. All right, A to Z Sports here live on
0: this Wednesday. Let's talk about Traylon Burks. He missed practice again. He was unavailable, as Mike Vrabel said. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal. We're kind of taking temperature checks throughout the summer throughout the off-season of trailing birds. This is a big deal, small deal, or no deal. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Whenever you get hurt in life, you got to know where to go. And Derrick Henry gets hurt last season. He has the Jones fracture. What do we do? We turn to Dr. Jeff Watson, who is the foot and ankle specialist at the Bone and Joint Institute, to learn more about that injury because they have a specialist with any type of injury. Like I currently might need to go see Dr. Watson. Cause I got a foot thing going on. That's causing me to not be able to run or, 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 or do much. Right. So that's bothering me. So I know that I can call the bone and joint Institute and need to this week to get that checked out bone and joint You can find them in Franklin at the main campus, also satellite campuses for your convenience in Brentwood, Nolansville, and Thompson station. Once again, bone and joint TN.org.
1: And these sports, we'll hear from Mike Vrabel here shortly. Uh, about Traylon Burks but first do want to tell you guys about BetMGM and the Stanley Cup uh, right here the Stanley Cup final game this is the opportunity that BetMGM is giving you guys code ATOZ200 for a $10 Moneyline wager in tonight's Stanley Cup final game to win $200 when either team scores a goal Uh, somebody's gonna score I mean this is literally It's perfect. It's perfect.
0: (laughs) There's, there's, you're automatically going to win
1: $200. You're going to win. Like this, we, we, we do these promos quite a bit because of BetMGM and they send us different ones for you guys. This is the best one that they've had. Yeah. I mean, it's It's, set uh, up, it's fail-proof. A-T-O-Z 200. A-T-O-Z 200. There's a promo code drop down right when you sign up download the app, sign up, $10 money on wager on the Stanley Cup final game tonight. Any team scores, somebody's got to score. You're going to get $200. To. So there you go. Download the app today. I mean, they could go
0: 18 overtimes, and you're still going to win $200. bucks. right, so here's Mike Vrabel on Traylon Burks and Jeffrey Simmons uh, yesterday. Yeah, Just contract unavailable. Contract deal going on? Unavailable. That's how
1: we're
0: going
1: to go.
0: Not an injury report. Same deal with trailing? (laughs) Unavailable. Oh, man. Uh, we, play, the
1: dump- we, we have to yeah. play this again. They're, they're because- unloading
0: the dumpsters behind me at St. Thomas Sports Park, so there's probably some clanging noises. But what do you mean, the one Burks- we just listened to? Yeah, the the, the, the unavailable dumpster fire that, that was this for Mike Vrabel. So he was asked initially by Jeffrey Simmons not being there, and then he got into Trillin-Burks. But, I mean, you can play a drinking game with unavailable here for Mike Vrabel. Yeah, just unavailable. Contract deal going on? Unavailable. That's how we're
1: going to go. Guys going to practice, and it's not an injury report. Same deal with trailing. Unavailable. <laughs> it it's like yeah, and Caleb is absolutely right. It's most Belichick answer ever, but there's a little bit more for, force, right? Like Belichick has no emotion when he says it. He's just like, yeah. "This is going to be." This was my answer before you asked this is my answer now, and this is going to be my answer when you ask again tomorrow. Vrabel does it differently because when Vrabel, if you heard him just there, he basically said, he's, uh, they're unavailable today, and when you ask about a player that I didn't practice, they're going to be unavailable that day too. So it was like and kind for of a savingism. Yeah, and, and he said, until there's
0: an injury report, they will just be unavailable, right? And when does the injury report come out? Week one, right? right? Week one, Giants. That's when the, the the Wednesday before the Giants game. So guys, we've that's what September like seventh. <laughs> so we've got a long way to go until we're gonna learn anything more than unavailable. But again, let's get to the uh, the actual facts of the matter, uh, because somebody did ask that. So Pauly D says so. Simmons was at practice but didn't practice. So here's what I can tell you is that Jeffrey Simmons, everybody's in attendance, right? Jeffrey Simmons was at practice, but he did not go through practice. He was riding a stationary bike outside the weight room, and Trillin Burks was right there with him riding that a, a stationary bike by the weight room. We can't video that. We can't report anything other than that, uh, but that is what—
1: You do know that, yeah, Austin.
0: Yeah, I, I've been through that, although there is no third field right now because they're tearing it up to redo it, so— Uh, And so now it gets even murkier because you've got Caleb Farley and Robert Woods and other injury guys doing conditioning on the second field instead of the third field. So uh, Matt says he's working uh, beside me. I don't know where Matt's at, but apparently Matt's uh, near me uh, here at St. Thomas Sports Park, which is funny. Uh, But anyway, so Greg Maben was also a part of that group, too. So now let's talk about Traylon Burks. That trail, I have not, we have not seen Traylon Burks practice since June 1st because he missed the voluntary OTA. He was unavailable for that on June 7th. Then, yesterday, June 14th, he was unavailable. So, now where is and what are we going to see from Traylon Burks today before everybody disappears for six weeks before training camp? Right? Like, can we see anything from Traylon Burks? It's I'm just curious to see what's gonna happen here.
1: All right, I have an opinion on this. And we're gonna get to your guys' opinion. We kind of jumped the gun with the question. We probably should have waited. We'll we'll re-ask you the question. So that was our fault on that. So we'll re-ask this question, but this is what I think that the Titans did, and in particular, Mike Vrabel. I have no inside information on this. I'm just this is my opinion. So that's my disclosure. I think after they knew he had asthma, at least that's what they told us. Right. So like they knew he had the medical condition. They knew that when he came out and couldn't finish practice and then it happened again, I bet you they pulled Burks in and said, you're not getting back on that practice field until your ass gets in shape. And we're going to get you a nutritionist. We're going to get you the strength and conditioning coach. And And you are not, we're going to get your asthma right. And, like, that is what that is. You, you can't truly do something about it unless you just don't draft somebody by based on that. But go ahead. My one rebuttal to that, because you're saying we got to get
0: your ass in shape before you're out there and doing drills. How many times do we hear football coaches and football people say, I don't care what type of training you do, nothing prepares you for practicing football like
1: doing the actual practice he's not right? ready for that right and that's so, well so you don't want to throw him out to get injured or hurt or pull a hamstring well, because he he's not in something. shape
0: he can still do some. and here's the thing well though, he zach. is he is he's riding the bike but here's the thing though zach june 1st because i went back in my phone and looked at all the damn videos that i have of the last several weeks is that june 1st Traylon burks did the most that he's done At a practice open to the media on June 1st. Then we haven't seen him since because last Tuesday was Rob Moore confirming that he has asthma. And then yesterday on a Tuesday, he was unavailable. And honestly, I'm expecting him to be unavailable today because I will say this, it's 95 degrees out here. The humidity is thick. I was driving in today and looking at the Nashville skyline. looks like it's raining. It's so damn thick. It looks like it's raining in the distance. It's not. It's just humid. So I think it's a, a not a bad idea to not push a guy who is dealing with the elements in this type
1: of weather on the last day before you break for six weeks. He's not in shape. He's not in the shape that they need him to be in. That's my opinion is that they said you're not practicing until you get in shape. And, and he's not. And so what do they do when they do with the players? Now, Jeffrey Simmons is different, but for Traylon Burks, he is on the bike. This is a preventative measure for him not to get hurt, right? Because when you're out of shape, you cannot do all of the drills correctly. So it's just like if you if you're going to do something, do it 100 and do it to the best and, of your ability. But if yeah. you're not, and and it's June, you you did. I agree with that. It's that's correct. But that is that's my opinion. I, I think that they sat him down. And they said, you're not going to practice until you get back in shape. And you better be in shape once training camp rolls around. Because we're not going to baby you like I feel like they have. And here's here's the big difference. And Brent, I do want to showcase your your comment. Because Titans fans are fearful. And here's what they're fearful. Brent says... I hope Burks isn't Isaiah Wilson 2.0. The last three first-round picks seem like wasted picks. Let's Now, uh, I, look, Farley, I'm not saying that's right. That. I'm not saying that's wrong. But the perception from Titans fans, like Isaiah Wilson blows. He's gone. He is the worst pick in NFL history. That will never go away yeah. from John Robinson's resume. Caleb Farley is a questionable pick. I question it because of the back. He came back, and unfortunately, he tore his ACL. But he's not stacking good days. He's stacking injured days from from the time that he became a Titan. Now you got Traylon Burks, who has asthma, who couldn't finish a drill to start the damn season, the offseason. And now he's on the bike because at the end of the day, they don't trust him. They don't trust that he can do the drills. I mean, that's That's, how I sum it up.
0: That's what they're showing us. Yes. that They don't trust him. Now I, I did. I, I was snickering earlier because this comment by Ricochet Ray just got me trailing burgers. It just made me laugh. Uh, but also uh, so somebody also asked um, James, how did Burks play at Arkansas? And I actually have to give a, a solid hat tip and tip of the cap to John Glennon at SI who uh, talked to some medical professionals that deal with asthma and allergies in general in college, you don't have mandatory mini camps in June. You don't have OTA practices in May when all this pollen is is really you know, blooming. You don't have that. In college, you start football practice in August. August, you don't have that pollen. You don't have the asthma heightened um, situations there. And then you go through and play throughout the fall when you don't have those conditions as well. And so maybe this is the first time that he's really had to put his body through this strenuous of activity during these months of the year. And again, I think that's an
1: excuse. No, I think
0: Zach, it's a medical condition. Like if he's got asthma, it's a medical condition.
1: I understand asthma is a medical condition, but Dadson, I'll give Dadson credit. I, I, I use shape as a term that, correlates to condition right so if you're not in if you're not conditioned you're not in shape in my opinion so that that's how i use that term that's an excuse no one gives a damn you think we care no one. i'm not saying
0: exactly you're taking it the wrong way
1: that's what i'm saying no one cares that you're not in shape no one cares that you can't run drills outside in june i don't give a rip And you know why? Because I don't give a rip if you're tired on third and seven when the Titans need you week 14. Totally agree. I don't care. I I don't care Um, about your asthma condition. I don't care. I'm sorry. And And you you could say, no, uh, let let me say this. You could say that's insensitive or come on, man. Zach, I can't believe you're talking about his medical condition. I don't give a damn. You need to be there on the field. You're a first-round pick. You just traded away the franchise player of A.J. Brown because of contract talks. And now, number 16 is the guy to come in there to replace him. So, look, the, the good part is you got time to get your ass in shape over the summer and through training camp for week one. But at the end of the day, we don't care. And that's just how it is. So... That's my two cents sure, on that.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's alarming and worth monitoring to continue to monitor that he's unable to do this to do anything at this point. And so my point is. and I I was going off of what John Glennon reported at SI.com about the situation. And for everybody who said that colleges do spring practice, spring practices start in February. That's the winter. And they usually end in early April. That's at the very beginning of the pollen season, right? So pollen really heats up in Nashville in late April, May, and now June with the situation that we have going on. So again, I think, I think there's a legitimacy to the, asthma, but I also know this, Zach, that if you're in better cardiovascular shape, that helps you contain your asthma and manage your asthma, just like anything, right? Just like any medical condition. If you're in better shape, if you're healthier, then it helps you monitor and manage those other medical conditions uh, because your body is working more efficiently. The problem with Traylon Burks is his body is not in shape, therefore not working efficiently, therefore the asthma is having a bigger impact. And it's happening as he's starting his NFL career as a first-round draft pick with a ton of pressure on his shoulders.
1: Well, and and here's the the crux of it, is that there's, there's going to be blame on one party, right? So Roger brings up, which I respect, right? So Roger says, speaking as an asthma sufferer, it's not an excuse if forced uh, it could go and, and be fatal right and nobody wants any the asthma to be fatal and roger speaks from experience so all i can do is read his comment but here's the thing having, yeah, okay. here's the thing though if if it, it, it's the asthma's fault then it's the titans fault for drafting the guy if it's if you can't if you can't stay in shape because physically he doesn't have the drive or whatever then it's trillon burks's fault so either way the bad part about it is it's a situation that the franchise doesn't need to deal with, right? Yeah. Whether who's, Whoever's fault it is, that's where I go back to no one cares. It, it literally is one of my life sayings. I, I say this to our employees. I say this to everybody. Because at the end of the day, no one cares. Get the job done. And Traylon Burks right now, the fact is he's not getting any job done. He's on the side Okay, so so all he's doing is he's he's on the bike. So let's
0: ask this. Re-ask the question. Is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Traylon Burks was unavailable throughout the first day of of mandatory minicamp? Big deal, small deal, or no deal that Traylon Burks is unavailable uh, in the first day of minicamp? Before we get to all of your answers and our official answers on this, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Man, it can save you money. These gas prices keep going up. They've got fuel-efficient vehicles at your disposal. They've got inventory that you can search online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. And they've got the battery-powered Ionic that you can order. Payne Bone, family-owned and operated, right there in Wilson County. We talked to him as we were right there at the dealership a couple of weeks ago. He can hook you up with a great ride and a great deal to save you some money to honestly save you money in the long run with the perfect make and model for you and your family. Visit wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: Also, don't forget just a guaranteed winner. Like BetMGM has never had a deal like this because this is guaranteed $200 in your account to play with if you're a new user. Because the Stanley Cup final starts tonight. So go take it. Look. There's going to be a lot of goals because these two teams are really fun to watch in Colorado and Tampa Bay, but hold on. New users, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. All you got to do is place a $10 Moneyline wager on either team in the NHL tonight, and you win $200 when a single goal is scored. A goal has to be scored or the game will not end. They could go to a million overtimes, and a goal has to be scored. So there's a guaranteed $200 for you to sign up with a BetMG map today. All you got to do, a $10 Moneyline wager on Tampa or Colorado, and you get 200 bucks in your account uh, as soon as the game is over uh, tonight in st- in game one of the Stanley Cup final, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, quali- subject to qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued as knowledgeable free bets, sorry, credit free bets expired seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. Zach, I'm going to send you to the comment section. Big deal, small deal, or no deal that Traylon Burks was unavailable for day one of Titans minicamp.
1: All right, let's go. And this is why we asked the question. Uh, because we, we do have different answers. Joey says small deal, it's still too early. So does Steven, small deal. CP calls me out, says overreact much, Zach. It's June, not September. Small deal at best. Well, can I can I can I respond to that? Yeah. It's it is
0: June, not September. But the impo- like in June, you need to be within striking distance of where you need to be for training camp. And right now, I don't know if Traylon Burks is in striking distance of getting to where he needs to be physically for training camp.
1: Yeah, he's not. Uh, And I'll say
0: this, too, because every day he misses are missed actual real reps with Ryan Tannehill. And we'll talk about that throughout the summer, I know, for sure.
1: Brent says big deal. Juan says no deal. It's June. The best ability is availability from Jason Martinez. So spitting that cliche that is the truth. Uh, don't care. It's still August unavailable from Chris, um, medium from Jimbo, huge deal, man. Terrible pick Titans wanted one of the first, uh, other receivers drafted now Traylon Burks. And this is Devin's opinion, but Traylon Burks was the sixth pick at wide receiver in the first round. There was only six wide receivers drafted in the third round. So he was the last, he wasn't the pick of the litter. He was the last pick of the litter. We'll find out if, the runt turns into the best dog, right? I mean, and that happens. So we'll find that out. That's kind of the best part about this, but it's not starting off very well. Paul D says, big deal. He continues to be unavailable to practice, not good. Small deal from Guy. Jabu says, small deal. It's still June. Unavailable deal from Chris. Big deal from Paul, One Nation Underground, says big deal. Small deal from Ronald Schmedium, kind of from uh, Stephen King. No deal yet again from Sin City Titan. Big, our history with first-round picks from Valentino. Dylon, uh, let's go up to Dylon. We got a lot of comments going out. Wow, yeah. a lot of comments. Dylon says, big deal, he's been unavailable for a month. Uh, Nick says big deal, very big deal. So now the big deals are starting to roll in. Uh, Yeah. Nasser says big deal. First round pick. Great power comes great responsibility. We've got Damon. It's a big deal. Another first round pick in a questionable situation, three in a row. So look, there's so many comments and and we appreciate this. You know, it's between small deal and big deal, but big deal is now. And I will say this, that's probably the third time we've asked that question. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, we're probably going to ask it again because oh, yeah. we've had more big deals this go around than we have before. So I'm guessing Zach here at a big deal. I am a big deal with what the chat said, because this is, it, it, it's a couple of things. First, first round pick, right? The history of these first round picks, you've spoiled, you know, you spoiled Isaiah Wilson. I mean, he's rotted, right? He's rotten. Well, he, he's spoiled gone.
0: himself. He right? rotted his own. Well, brain say, hey, he the doing. Titans
1: picked him. He put on a Titans yeah, helmet. His, yeah. So, you know, that's shared responsibility. Caleb Farley, questionable with the back procedure. We talked about that at length. And then comes in and tears his ACL. Unfortunate circumstance, but you can't do anything about it, you know? It's still your first-round pick. You need guys that are able to play. You need healthy guys. And they didn't draft a healthy individual. Caleb Farley was not healthy when they drafted him, so that says something. And then Traylon Burks comes in, and his slow start with the pressure that this man has on his shoulders because of the A.J. Brown complex everybody in this city has, and it's understandable, but this is a big deal because... They can't afford to fail on Traylon Burks. Yesterday, Austin, you spoke about Justin Jefferson. This is something that I want to do this week and leading into training camp. Justin Jefferson, the rinse and repeat, that worked for Minnesota. They traded away Stefan Diggs. They drafted, they rinsed off, and then they repeated, right? They drafted another guy that helped them right out of the gate. That doesn't always happen. The majority of the time, I feel like when you trade away a superstar, it's hard to replace that individual. And the Titans are trying to do this. So right now, this is a big deal. Their superstar wide receiver that they drafted in the first round round is quote-unquote unavailable. Yeah, so... No good. It's
0: it's just June 15th, and... I am not going to say this is a big deal until it affects training camp. And right now, I still don't see it affecting training camp. If the first week of training camp comes out, the first thing Traylon Burks has to do is pass a conditioning test. If he even gets close to missing that, now it's a big deal. If this affects him, if this causes him to miss practices throughout training camp, is a big deal a, right a now.
1: Practice. Now let's say it practices. If he has to stop reps because of this, it's a major deal. One time, you know, it, it's, it's the little boy who cried wolf, right? So you, you keep on going, you keep on going. You don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. Tr- Traylon Burks has spoiled away his benefit this off season for Honestly, but I, but I also, his I hyped also, career until he shows that he is a
0: superstar. But I also know that how Mike Vrabel goes with you know he manages players. He looks at players' mileage and speed, and he's and he mentioned that when he was talking about Burks from two weeks ago, practicing on June 1st, saying the mileage and the explosive and the speed, the the measurables were there of what he was doing throughout practice. And so he was pleased with that. And for whatever reason, we haven't seen him since June 1st. But I also know that guys are managed throughout training camp to make sure they can get them healthy to game one. Right. And I think Traylon Burks, he needs reps with Tannehill. And if he is significantly whiffing on those reps and missing out on those reps because of this asthma and because of his lack of conditioning then yes it will be a big deal but right now it's still not a big deal it's not a big deal until the, he reports to training camp July 26th Mike Vrabel said the date yesterday July 26th that's when this will start to be a big deal if it's still a thing
1: I'm still at small deal you look at all of the outside games. You know, the good thing is, is they don't play Jacksonville week three like they usually do in Jacksonville or, you know, right. where the heat there. Now, Indy, they play them early. The 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 barn may be open, right? So you may have hotness there. They only have, and, and Houston, they'll probably close it in Houston. But, you know, they, they play the majority of their games outside. I mean, and I know that's, I don't know, it's a nuance, but I mean, Traylon Burks played all of his
0: games outside in the
1: SEC. For his why entire is he doing?
0: Why is he dealing with this now? Nashville, man. It's Nashville. Like it, that, like it's an excuse. No,
1: it's a reason, dude.
0: How like can you Nashville's- go
1: to, how can be? Pe- how can players go? What is he going to do when you go to Denver? Now, I think they play Denver at home. Luckily. Yes.
0: Yeah, what, do go, what, Clark- what do
1: players do when they go to Denver, the mile high in a playoff game? Stump- and they man, are huffing. Ryan Clark-, Ryan Clark almost died. <laughs> Because he had, he had his, a, a medical condition. Well, you, we like, sure as hell hope that the Titans don't play Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos in mile high in the playoffs. But again,
0: like, the difference is They're January. But They're Zach excuses. is January. Zach, hold on a, Calm your ass down for a second. Because we're not talking about... If he had to play in Nashville, if he was a baseball player and he was playing for the Nashville Sounds, probably wouldn't go very well, right? Because he's playing... 35 games in the month of may that wouldn't go very well but he's not he's playing football games in nashville in september through january which is obviously fine he played games in tuscaloosa auburn alabama fayetteville arkansas oxford mississippi starkville mississippi uh, baton rouge louisiana the entire entire career in college and it wasn't an issue there why is because of now? September through December September through December we have to remember that is important here because that is a ask anybody with asthma that is the like it's not that big of a deal during those months it's different and Nashville is different than Arkansas Nashville' is different than Knoxville you're the first. Nashville's different.
1: You're the first round pick. You don't get that luxury.
0: I'm not disagreeing with that, but again, like.
1: Well, that's my point. Free. If you're not disagreeing with my point, then we at we're, we're we agree.
0: Zach, I Zach, three weeks ago, I said that Traylon Burks has the most pressure of any Tennessee Titans first round pick as his rookie. Like that, I believe he has more pressure than any other player the Tennessee Titans have selected in the first round of the draft as a rookie, but. Let's also try to understand what this situation is and try to be smarter about it and not just flip out because the guy can't practice in May or June because he's not playing it's, in May or June. The point he get is paid checks until the, May or June. No, no one cares. September. No one cares.
1: No one cares. And okay, okay. The, the, then, the point is, the point is, it's not off to a great start.
0: It's not. And I'm the one who said it was a terrible first impression a first impression that he probably could not afford. And the Titans also made it worse by hiding that he had asthma for a month. Like all these things are true. Like, but we have to like, now that we actually know that the guy has asthma and not, is not just a fat slob that he's got asthma and that's making it harder on him. Then I think we need to reset ourselves and understand. It doesn't make us, it doesn't
1: make anybody feel any better. (laughs) Right. Him. you, honestly, to be honest, I kind of wish he was a fat slob because you can always get in shape, right? Now you have a medical yeah, condition I, that you cannot do anything about. Look, I'm not putting any questions over that.
0: AJB on YouTube says, Zach, why has he never had these problems before? Austin gives perfectly reasonable ex- uh, response. Zach, that's just an excuse. That's how I feel, AJ, every damn day.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? You just agreed with what I said. Uh, yes, but I but you you everything
0: I said about the time of the year, the seasonality of it, and when he's played in college and what he did in college, made him a first round pick because everybody was talking about Traylon Burks as a first round pick. So, the what's reason your problem why with
1: this, uh, a- AJB four three five six. The reason why it is an excuse, as I say again, is because no one cares. You were drafted to do a job, and starting out, you are unable, unavailable when, to what's do your job. job. No, nope. with his, the amount of job? pressure, oh, with the amount of pressure on this individual, I believe matters. That's the that is the caveat. We're not talking about a third round pick we're not talking about a third round picks that missing some blows because he has asthma. We wouldn't be talking about him. We would not be talking about him at length as we do. That is why I said it was an exclusive excuse. A J B four, three, five, six. So you can put that in your pipe and smoke it and understand why we are talking about it the way that we are talking about it. But again, no one cares. That's again, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that they're not, they're, no one cares that, that 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 you you're in Nashville or you're in Denver or you can't. No one cares. Right. Do so your nobody job. Can say
0: anything to that because they'll just shove that right in your face, and you can't say anything productive.
1: So there's no so there's
0: no ability to have a productive conversation because all you do is scream. No one cares. Back in your face.
1: In this instance, it is correct. Again, I it's
0: a small deal. This is a thing. It is a real thing. It's a small deal. It is not a big deal until it starts to affect negatively the way he can prepare for the season. Is he within? Well, he's already distance? that is.
1: It's already negatively affecting that, correct? Because he's missing reps with we, his quarterback. We we don't know. We is don't that know. negative? No. It's it's negatively yeah, I mean, affecting yes. it because he's missing reps with well, his quarterback.
0: I'm saying we don't know if it's affecting the on field product, right?
1: And look, just, you can talk to AJB4569, and then you get guys that I like, like Ryan Fields, Zach speaking facts, Austin, like always. Ryan Fields is a delusional Kentucky fan. If you want to, you want to sit there.
0: And one, that was a joke, dude. And Juan says, is Zach even a Titans fan? Juan, welcome to the show. We are not Titans fans. We are Titans media. Zach's been covering the Tennessee Titans as a media member for like 13 years. This is year 10 for me. So, Juan, welcome to the show. It's not our job to be a Titans fan. We are covering the team. There you
1: go. No, yeah, and you, that should actually give me you, you, more value to you. Yes. Like, you, want, yes. you don't want people, you don't want yes men in your life. Yes men get you, uh, uh they make you go bankrupt. Yes, yes. Men, uh, yes men. go down. I am not a yes man, as you can tell, because I don't care. Right? So that's the philosophy of our show is we need to speak about this the way that we truly feel. Sometimes Austin feels one way and I feel the other. Sometimes we agree that's sometimes few and far between, but that happens that we've agreed before and we will agree again. But we're this this show is not built on we don't have Titan you know in the background like this is this is what it is we're trying we to have our tighten up
0: yeah we have a Titan up podcast with Austin Huff and Jack Gentry it is a Titans podcast for Titans fans that we run right. And, and it came new episode came out this morning. So Juan can go check out uh, the Titan up podcast on the A to Z sports podcast network for that. If that's your speed, uh, but you can have both and we have both for everybody. All
1: right. This is, gotta so, so let's wrap this up. Yeah. Traylon Burks is going to be the biggest story for the Titans. I think. I mean, obviously until week one, because that's the only way that he can prove his true value. I mean, he could have an unbelievable preseason, but he can't get hurt. He can't get injured. He can't take plays off. He can't leave practice. He's kind of screwed himself in that sense because of his slow start.
0: Uh, Sheila John says, Zach is the hammer and Austin is the level. You need both to get a good job done. (laughs)
1: <laughs> House is both. gonna crumble without any without any well, nails and hammer.
0: Well, yeah, but again, like if if you don't have me the level, then you're crooked. So I mean, yeah. there, there's there's something well, you gotta well, have both. You,
1: We we still have the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's true. All right, I have a a, a practice story about Kevin Byard that I believe is a double victory for the Titans. I'll explain that here in a second. But Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans.
1: Yes. FBHP.com slash A to Z. I changed my health plans. You can change yours. And in all seriousness, you, you probably need to get a quote just to see how much you can save. I'm saving 20% on my, mine was over $200 a month and now it's under $200 a month, right? So I saved 20% by switching to Farmer Health Plans. And I've already reaped the benefits. I had the flu a couple of weeks ago. As you guys know, I was out for a week at 103 degree fever. It was tough. It was not in a good state. I had a teledoc conference, which was free because of my plan. And I got prescription medicine to help me, got me back up on my feet over the next couple of days. And I, I survived. I, I'm now back, you know, like the hammer that I, I'm trying to be right. But I was I was nowhere close to a hammer when I had the flu. Farm, Farm Bureau Health Plans helped me get back to speed. Better coverage, better rates, better service. fbhp.com/a to z over 200 plus locations across Tennessee. Take a take a look. You can call them or you can go online. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans. Who's a
0: Tennessean and wants 200 bucks to start off their BetMGM MGM life? Uh, you could absolutely do that because they have a guaranteed $200 in your account win tonight all you gotta do download the app apple or android doesn't matter download the app use the code atoz200 that's atoz200 you place a 10 money line wager on tampa or colorado in the nhl stanley cup final game one tonight just game one money line wager of 10 bucks that's all you gotta do and boom 200 dollars in your account as soon as there's a goal scored which means there's going to be a goal scored you're going to win 200 dollars Because as soon as the game is over, like they gotta have a a goal scored to end the game. So this is the best deal that BetMGM's ever thrown out there with the BetMGM app with code A to Z two hundred. Zach, what were you laughing at?
1: Uh, John's comment. John's comment is very good. Zach, do you think you got the flu because you were not used to the weather or because you were out of shape? Excuse (laughs) me. Good question, John. Uh, I don't know why I got the flu, but I knew when I had 103 degree fever that nobody was going to come in there and, and, and change that. I was going to have to just get over it. Right. No one cared that I had a 300 degree fever. So I finally got through it. Even, you know, the Teladoc, I mean, it, it helped me. She gave me a prescription, but, uh, that was tough. So John, uh, good comment right there.
0: All right. So, uh, yesterday in practice, they did towards the end of the, of the day, they did seven on seven red zone drills, and they were probably snapping the ball from like the seven ish yard line. So, seven on seven, they rotated Tannehill, Woodside, and Malik, all had their shot with their group of receivers and pass catchers to go through. Sheikha Conquo, rookie tight end out of Maryland, caught three touchdown passes two from Tannehill, one from Woodside, looked really, really good, right? And so, one of Chig's touchdown catches was in the corner of the end zone, beautiful throw by Tannehill, beautiful catch by Chig uh, over a tightly covered Kevin Byard. And me uh, and some other media members noticed, ooh, okay, Chig's starting to come along, right? Here comes Chig Conquo. So I was going to go talk to Kevin Byard after practice and ask him about the development of Chig and some of the other younger new weapons. Uh, and then as soon as that conversation was starting, uh, Robbie Bourne of the Titans told us that Bayard's talking on the podium today. So we, we'll save it. We'll talk about it afterwards. But what KB said before that got interrupted is he was pissed because <laughs> this was like the last period right before practice ends. He was pissed. Yeah, they caught they got open today. You know, there's not pass rush out there, but they got open today and they caught touchdowns. We'll see how open they get tomorrow. And I was like, okay, it's June 14th and Kevin Byards pissed off about getting beat by rookie tight end. And he's pissed off that his defense had a lot of touchdowns scored on them throughout the day. In a drill that set up for the defense to fail, Kevin Byard is pissed about how that went and said, we'll see how get, how they get open today. We said tomorrow, which is today. So, I, I again, I think that shows you that Kevin Byard's dialed in. He's a leader of this defense. He had an all-pro season last year. I think he's going to be on his way to do it again because he's now got familiar faces around him. And so I, I I was, like, kind of surprised. I was expecting, like, you know, nonchalant summer Kevin Byard to answer the question, like, yeah, I mean, you know, they're getting better. Tannehill's getting a good – I was expecting, a, like, a laid-back answer. But I got, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. And I thought that was really, really interesting to hear.
1: Well, it tells you – it solidifies what we know about Kevin Byard being a leader. He had that one down year a couple of years ago, and he came back and – he he did I mean he basically just put that in 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 his rear view and got back to who he was as a player and now I think Bayard just like he should he knows that this defense and hopefully over the next several years the potential is probably the best potential that they've ever had as a defense right like and you could even say the franchise, but let's just talk about KB's career that he's been a Titan this year, going into this year on paper with the experience, with the success carried over from last year, this defense has the most potential of any defense that Kevin Byard has been a part of. I don't want to discredit the 20, uh, or the two 2008 defense. Cause that was pretty stellar. Um, But and and, even the defenses they had, yeah, that's what I
0: was gonna say. The 2001 defense was number one in like four or five categories, and so like that defense was insane, right? But But like potential, right? Like yeah, yeah, because like modern day, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to call Blaine Bishop old. I wonder if he's gonna be out here this morning, and I'll tell him that I called him not modern day football player. But that was not modern day, right? Like that was 20 plus years ago where the game has changed so much. But, yeah, the defense is set up to be really, really good this year.
1: That's interesting. Well, we'll, the best part is today you can report back. Let's see if if KB is going to put his money where his mouth is, you know?
0: Yeah, he's got a lot of money, and he's got a mouth he's not afraid to use. So we'll we'll see how that works out here if they go back to that 7-on-7 drill to see how competitive they're going to be. So, Zach, let's wrap this thing up. I'm about to head out over there uh, to Titans practice, but we do have to throw shade before we go. Let's hit it. So in shade, as we end every Wednesday this way, a lot of good conversation for over an hour today about Titans minicamp. And we've got topics galore to get you tomorrow, the rest of the week as well uh, as practice continues today in about 25 minutes. When they start practice, I'll, I'll be over there. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well for tons of content. Hit us up on all social media. We'll have coverage on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. On TikTok and on YouTube, we've got you covered. Five different platforms for you in Titans mini camp uh, coverage. Zach, do you want to start your shade?
1: I can. I can. Mine has nothing to do with sports whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Um, but oh, uh, I, I do want to. I do want to start this because I followed, this is actually when I had the flu for the three days or four days. It felt like an eternity. It was rough. But when I did have the flu, uh, it was at the height of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. So as I was sweating in in my sweats, I was listening to that and being entertained by by Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. But here's my shade. So Amber Heard lost. You lost. Okay. Everybody knows you lost. She decided to write a a full op ed on Johnny Depp and, you know, the defamation claim and try to pull him down. He lost money and jobs for that. And, you know, Johnny Depp was awarded like $20 million. Right. And now Amber Heard is going on the Today Show and trying to claim back all of what she has lost. My shade is on Amber Heard. You lost. You lost in every single facet. Everybody was making fun of you on TikTok, on social media. You being an actress in Aquaman, and you, I think you got yanked from Aquaman too, right? So Amber Heard. It shows that, and we live by a jury of our peers. That's the that's what we live around in the United States of America. And they found Johnny Depp won this trial. So my shade. Amber Heard, and and hopefully this is the last time I will speak of this. Get off of my screen and out of my life, Amber Heard. I don't care that you're speaking out. You had the opportunity to speak out, and you lost. So I thought she lied multiple times. I'm not sitting here saying Jane, Johnny Depp is uh, the best guy in the world, right? So I'm not saying that. But a jury of our peers finalized that you lost. So... Zip it. That's that is my shade on Amber Heard.
0: I have a double edged sword shade today, and it has to do with something that we really haven't talked about that much on this show, but it's the Vols baseball team and everything surrounding the Vols baseball team. Why is it a double edged sword shade, which is hard to say, is because the Vols baseball team deserves shade, and everybody who got so triggered and aggravated by the Vols baseball team also deserves shade. Because here is the fact. The Tennessee Vols baseball team was a good thing for the sport of college baseball this season. They failed. The cocky, arrogant guys in Knoxville came up teeny tiny small against Notre Dame in the seventh inning and on to advance to Omaha, and they failed to get back to Omaha. So, my shade is on those guys who want to swing it around and be as cocky as they can be, but came up so small in the biggest moment of that season. So, there's one shade. But then I've got shade on Danny Cannell, Vandy baseball fans, and everybody else who tries to act like they own college baseball, that they are the college baseball, like, higher standard. All these Vandy fans who act like they're the only people who can talk about college baseball is why nobody cares about college baseball. It's they're so like snooty about the. Well, they have rings, roles. Austin. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm I'm talking about I'm not talking about the rings because I give Tim Corbin and Vandy credit all the time. I, I think they're it's one of the best. But that's programs why in they the are the way
1: that they are. They have rings. No, but
0: they're but they act like they, instead of being soccer fans the same way instead of being welcoming to new fans to grow the sport you love they stick their nose up at new fans paying attention to the sport they love which turns away new fans from the sport that they love that's That's my shade. because danny cannell tweeted in response to tennessee uh the uh, bat flip and a bat spike danny cannell said I'd throw at him next batter. So you're saying that a guy, a college athlete showing emotion is deserving of pegging that guy and throwing at the guy the next, like that makes no sense. You turn from emotion, pure raw emotion about a sport in college to hitting the player with a 95 mile an hour baseball. The next time he's up there, like, is that mature? Which is more immature? React, retaliating with a 95-mile-an-hour baseball to a player or reacting with raw emotion. Like, it's like, quit taking college baseball so seriously and let it be more fun. That's my point. Let college baseball be more fun. Stop sticking your nose out at people.
1: So I, I agree with the majority of what you said. I do, because I think college baseball should take that – and accept that, but that's not what baseball represents, right? Which so is, if you yes. teach, if you teach these college baseball players to do that, you would honestly hope that it seeps up into the major league baseball to make that more fun. Right. But there are these unwritten rules around baseball where you do throw at a guy that is cocky. Right. And I hate them. Right. I don't like the unwritten rules, but there yes. are unwritten rules. And here's the other reason. The rivalry of Vandy and Tennessee, I do think, kind of moot that point, right? And here's my reasoning. Vandy has owned the baseball hemisphere for some time, right? Tennessee was, less, yeah. Tennessee was the best team in baseball this season, I thought, throughout the course. And Vol Twitter is annoying as all get out. They are obnoxious. They are rabid. That's kind of what makes them so passionate, right? Yeah, yeah. When they lose, just like the Yankees and the Lakers and uh, the Patriots and the Cowboys, all of the people that have won before, they sit there and ha, 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 ha. The Dallas Cowboys are a perfect example, right? They haven't won anything since the 90s. When they go out, everybody and their mother comes out and says, ha, 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 ha. That was an example of Vandy because they can't do that in other sports. Laugh at the best team in baseball coming up small. In the biggest moment, so I actually why, enjoyed and, watching that, like watching that, Vandy laugh at them because it's a no, rivalry. No, no, no.
0: That's not that's not the point that I'm making. The point is not the laughing at Tennessee because Tennessee deserves all the heat coming at them because if you're gonna dish it like you did for four months, then you got you gotta own it when it comes back at you when you came up small in that moment. So don't. I, I, I will clarify what I'm saying. Tennessee deserves all the heat coming back into their face for how their season ended. But my point is of how I saw Vandy fans, guys like Danny Cannell, who are sticking their nose up and acting like they're above new baseball fans. Like base college baseball is a super Vandy niche sport. Vandy didn't do that because and of the knew-
1: new baseball fans. Vandy did that because it was Tennessee, though. Like they don't care about new baseball fans. Vandy hates Tennessee. Tennessee hates Vandy. Right. You and as I'm a Tennessee fan, and I will say this: I think you're taking yeah. that because you are a Tennessee fan. It's okay. But as a Tennessee fan, you see Vandy fans, you don't like them. I get it, right? That's fine. Right, because but Vandy like, fans, this is their lap. They they it's their victory lap. Haha, you failed in the biggest moment. Right. You were the best team. Everybody knew it, and you sucked. Notre Dame and I'm laughing at him team. too.
0: Like I'm laughing at him too. Like I, again, like you weren't with me, but ask my wife when they, when that final double play ended the Tennessee season in the ninth inning, I busted out laughing. I said, I laughed my ass off on the couch because of all the things that they've done to come up that small. And so I'm not and against Vandy shoving makes, it was just
1: making fun of that.
0: I'm not against shoving it back in their face. I'm pro that I am pro. Like if you're going to be that cocky and arrogant then, then take it when it comes back at you. I'm talking about how they talk about the game of every time a Tennessee fan gets excited about something, they say, Well, you, you know, you've never paid attention to baseball before. Well, it's trapping like a don't but but it's the attitude and how they bring it. Because right? you're Tennessee. And, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But it's it's the same thing as soccer. Like, if I'm if I have a question about something, answer my question with like a yeah, this is how it works in college baseball. They set it up like this because there was some weird stuff with like, who's the home team and who's the away team. Uh, when you're hosting a regional, that makes no sense to me. And I saw Vandy fans like, yeah, well, if you paid attention to baseball before now, then you'd know. Why true. not just say,
1: why not just say, yeah, that's how it works. Because you're and Tennessee. Now it's this up. I, I hate just you. Think I would do the same thing to state, right? I hate them. I wouldn't tell them anything. I right. I hope Ole Miss wins. The, it, it pained me last year. It hurt me because they beat Vandy. I was rooting hard for Vandy because I hate State so bad. If State State did the same thing this year because they were walking tall, they won the championship. I will admit that, right? But it, this is a Vandy Tennessee thing. The Canal thing is different. I think that's just Canal being Danny Canal, who nobody talks about anymore. But this is a Vandy Tennessee rivalry. So I don't. I'm not hating on your shade. Good. But no,
0: no, no. Like, I, it is, I, it's between the, the two. Well, I'm here for the conversation. The best thing about it is that now Vandy and Tennessee has a really strong baseball rivalry that both sides care about. That's good. That's a good thing for the state of Tennessee and for the the back and forth between the two schools. So uh, that's my shade, my dual double-edged sword shade.
1: Uh, well, if I got to go. Yeah, I know you got to go. If only yeah. Vandy could do that in the other sports, right? So – the, they got to start it,
0: caring first. They, they can't, you know, they don't have the alumni like David Price and Sonny Gray dishing back millions of dollars to improve their vanity baseball facility on, on football and basketball. But, you know, they keep putting out these plans, these great plans. Of, oh, here's how we're going to use all this money. We're going to raise whenever they decide to raise the money, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, but a uh, great show today, talking a lot about Traylon Burks, Derek Henry, uh, and a lot of uh, good Titans topics. I'll be, in the practice facility in about five minutes giving you guys great content that should come out around 11:15 15 this morning again make sure you follow us all over social media but really pay close attention to what we're doing on youtube subscribe to us on youtube that's where you should go for all of our titans practice video reaction player interviews practice highlights press conferences and more make sure you subscribe and like this video on YouTube, and we'll catch you guys later on. I appreciate it.
1: Adios.